We're live. Waiting for uh, Old Heath here. Volume 2. Kale and Heath Short Show. It's nice out here. It's not too hot. Today, uh, IG Live. Q&A. There he is. Heath, wa- Heath, I'm waving to you. That means get in here. There I am. Hey, yuck. It's me. Oh, I'm here. There you are. Yeah, it's me. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Nice shirt. Thanks. I had training today for work, so I had to go into the office again for the first time in a while. Oh my gosh. What was it like? What was it like going into the office during was... COVID-19? Well, I mean, we all had masks on, so. And it's really hot. It's very hot. Very hot? Yeah, I walked outside and I immediately started sweating. Oh, you mean outside, not with like the mask? No, the mask doesn't. The mask doesn't jack anything. There's Troy. He said he said he might join. He joined. He's the he's the main main character to our story here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's up, Troy? So we are live. Kill and Heath short show. The mask does jack up the heat. That's not true. I, I said the other day on the, my post that um, it's, it's a close second to farting in the shower. You know, when you burp, or sorry, I give more context. When you burp in your mask, it's kind of like a close second to... Like, like a Dutch oven? Yeah, kind of. It was pretty gross. I noticed that the other day when I was driving in the old Uber and I'm realized... Pretty sure gross. multiple times in my youth. Which, what, the Dutch oven? Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. Gross, dudes. Thanks, Troy. We appreciate you. All right. We got a super short show. I can't get that out of my head. I, I mean, that was a show you used to watch, uh, Mike's super short show. And now it's like stuck in my head. So we're bringing it back, I guess. Sorry, Mike. Hopefully you didn't have the trademark. So uh, what's our topic today? Uh, I, did we agree on the motivation? I think we did. Okay, cool. So I mean, uh, we're, let's 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 preface this too, Heath, because we're we are we're not doctors, we're not experts. Drinking a Bud Light, shout out sponsor yeah. to our show, right? Not doctors yet. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but we're not, especially not in this stuff. And so we're just two brothers talking about stuff, picking each other's brains, and doing it on Instagram Live for other people to join. So if you have questions for us to answer, just know that we're not doctors. We're just figuring this out too. All right. So what's that? This is not a professional opinion. No, no, absolutely not. Um, And so, yeah, let's start with motivation. So we have two viewers. That's pretty important. So hi, other viewer. Thanks for joining us. Anyways. All right. Motivation is the topic today for the short show. Um, Did you have any questions to start off with? Like what what was in your head when you think of motivation? When I was when I was thinking motivation, I wasn't thinking like, oh, like, I don't know, let's get motivated to someone not to like keep other people motivated, but kind of like what's like intrinsically keeping you motivated to do the things that you're doing. So what motivates you to um, do the work that you do um, to be a good person to um, keep you on your path and whatever you're doing? Right. Well, I was thinking about so I don't think that was a direct question. I I think that was just a question for us to, to tackle, which I like. Right. It's like what 
I was kind of thinking is like, what's the point in having, having motivation? Like, why do, why do you, what's why is it, why is it highly regarded? Like, why do you need it? Why do people feel like they need to be motivated? Like, right. Um, I don't know if there's like a correlation between motivation and happiness. And I have no idea. This is all just like coming through me at the moment. Just kind of curious. So, um, because obviously there's been different things that have motivated, motivated me along my life. Right. Like, right. And I've had different reasons for motivation. So that was my curiosity. So, um, yeah, motivation and why it might be important or why you found it for you to be like important. Right. So I think like, for me, like growing up, I always had this motivation that I was like, I needed to be this like perfect kid, or I always had to be like uh, a good son or something like that. So I think my motivation stems from still like having those kinds of feelings of like, oh, motivation for me is like trying to be the best that I can be. Um, while also kind of like pulling in my competitive drive. I We grew up in a very competitive family. Um, so much that dad's catchphrase is um, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Um, so that's um, a topic of itself, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So um, we'll postpone that one. Um, but yeah, so like the motivation to like really like keep myself engaged and like not fail, like I don't like to fail, um, although that's important for growth. So um, kind of balancing those two things. So like, I think my motivation comes from the ability and my um, kind of innate desire to always be like, on top or like be this like kind of perfect person. That's interesting. Um, is that still like, so growing up, that was your motivation? But is that still your motivation now? So like, let's, I, I guess for me, it's like, when I think of motivation, and maybe this is because of the background is like, people seem to lack motivation uh, based on the things that they desire, right? Mm -hmm. Yet they have these desires and they have motivations, but a lot of times they don't have the motivation towards the desire. They just have this motivation. Like you are, what I'm hearing from you is the motivation is, is to win approval from somebody else. Um, you know, by, I mean, that's what it kind of sounded like. I don't know if that's, that's what you, you feel like, Hey, you wanted to, you know, uphold somebody else's standard of living or and that motivates you to not let somebody down and that was your motivation and then maybe how you tap into that to then get motivation for something else because i think that's one of the things that i think are most unique is how do you cultivate motivation towards a desire you have whether that is an acting career whether that's a hobby whether that's more time to go do something you love or you know on and on and on or lose 300 pounds whatever that might be fair right and so and i think i think yes in a way that that is definitely something that kind of motivates me was and i don't even want to say that it was necessarily like trying to appease other people but also like not letting people down so i guess i guess yes in a sense you know what that but at the same time in um regard back to that i think um it was also intrinsically. So especially within the last three or four years, I've become very goal oriented. And so I set monthly goals, I set yearly goals, and I set all of these and I write them down, I keep track of them um, through multiple kind of things. I have them on my phone, I have them um, written down and like my or written down in my planner type thing. So that's kind of another part of my motivation is coming through being successful. But I do find myself if I'm not sharing those goals with other people, then I'm not, 
I don't necessarily care as much if I don't hit them. But if I'm like telling people, hey, this is like my goal to do, or this is what I plan to do, um, something like that, that makes it a little bit more motivational to go because now I'm like, oh, I got people who are know or who know that I'm trying to achieve this certain thing. But um, at this time, I'm not doing so hot. So I need to, what do I need to do to do better? Um, versus like overarching for like for the past two and a half years now, I've had a goal to read the entire Bible front to back from for the last three years. And so like, it should be, I should be finished with the Bible by the end of this year. Um, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm definitely um, getting there. I'm a little behind where I should be, but like that goal is kind of motivating me. Like I should be done at this three year mark because I've told people that I, that was my plan. So. So your motivation does come from others, your commitment to others. Cause it seems, it seems that way. Because now you're telling because a lot of people want to keep things secret. One, I think they'd rather achieve something. I think for those types of people, I think they'd rather achieve something and then say, hey, that they did it and that was their goal and they moved towards it. And then some people are a little more public like you are is like, hey, no, I'm going to hold myself um, to a standard. And I know that that'll be some sort of um, motivation for me to then obviously accomplish that goal because I've told other people and now therefore I'm accountable to them. Um, cause I don't think everyone is that way. And I think that's interesting because like for me, there are days that, you know, growing up, like I'm talking all 29 years, like there have been days where I just didn't want to get out of bed, whether that was because I wasn't motivated, whether that was because I really needed rest and I was really pushing my body, um, or something else. My question is like when you're what is it about the goals that you set that are motivating? Because there are things that I've definitely set. Like, for example, what basically what about that motivates you? How do you find what motivates you in order to use that over in like into another area? So for you, let's, what would be something like my question? I'm obviously what what is one thing that you do have a goal on or a desire that you're not achieving? That would be a question. And then how do you use like that example of learning about where you do stay motivated, like what's another area where you stay motivated? How do you keep that motivation and how might you use that motivation tactic or habit or um, way method over here on something that doesn't keep you uh, motivated? Yeah. So, oh gosh, now I have to like think back to um, kind of like um, throughout like what my goals are for this upcoming year. So like one of my goals was I last year, I kind of like pitter pattered around with writing a book, writing like some like young adult or whatnot. Um, and so like my goal for this year was to work on that each week. And I've only done that. I've only worked on it this year, like once, maybe twice. Um, and the second time was like those minuscule that I didn't really count it within my goals. And so um that was something too, that's kind of like in the back of my head. I was thinking about it today while I was in training. I was like, I need to get back into that. So that way I can feel more prepared when I'm getting into my goals and my own motivation. Uh, like this is something that I have wanted to do. And it's kind of a goal that I've set for myself. So I want to not necessarily, I don't have to finish this novel, but I want to at least write enough and get ideas flowing and things like that. So I have, I have the outline ready for it. And I just, it's just kind of like the actual writing that I need to do. Um, so kind of basing off where that story is something that I need to um, kind of look into and that motivation of like, oh, this is out of my comfort zone because I'm not the biggest fan of writing in general, but I do like um, the idea of the story that I've created and things like that. So that's kind of like the 
backwards motivation of like, oh, I'm not succeeding in this. And I, it is motivating for me. And I'm definitely interested in doing it. But at this time, like, you know, there's also outside factors that kind of affect your motivation. And so um, in a sense, if that made any sense. Well, and I think, I think one of the things that you're touching on is the fact that, or it's, it's then what I'm hearing is like, sometimes are we, are we more fixated or focused on the end goal? And that's what, what we need to focus on in order to like, uh, what do you do when motivation runs out? Uh, Troy coming in hot. He's always coming in hot. Um, but I think one, one of the things is identifying a way to then be motivated with the micro steps that get you there versus right. being motivated by the dream. So if you are motivated by the dream, chop that dream up into like a perspectively like making the small wins actually big wins. So if you're really about the big, big, um, big goal, big dream, and you're motivated by that, how do you break that down and get the same sort of feeling so you can do it on a habitual like habit basis? So um, what do you do when motivation runs out? Heath, do you want to tackle that one? Well, no, I think that you actually just kind of hit that exactly how I would potentially answer that was um, because looking in terms of like kind of a, my motivation and what I do is like making those smaller goals to in turn build this bigger thing because you start off with this grand this big grandiose thing of like something that you want to achieve and you, that's not always possible to just do that you have to kind of break it down so saying say you're planning an event or something like that and i've done this before like okay this is the end goal for the event we want to have this many people we want to do this with the marketing we want to um, execute it this way well you have to kind of break those down into marketing okay how are we going to make this marketing scheme work how are we going to build the event who do we need to contact to get these certain things where do we need to buy these things so you have to like kind of like kind of chip away at the little things and i think um this is going to talk to the other uh kind of talking about motivation versus discipline being able to look at that and break things down um and sitting down and finding your own inner motivation of because motivation goes to it goes with things. excitement yeah it, like have it goes own. with excitement and enthusiasm for sure right like, and I think like with your own person, you have to find out what's going to motivate you. So like for me, goals are something that's motivating for me. Kale, for you, it could be completely different. Again, could be completely different for Troy on like what's going to motivate you to um, do well. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that discipline of finding that and then breaking that down into how this can affect your motivation. So um, for me, my goals, I, I'm writing these down, trying to keep myself accountable and working on a habitual schedule to um, craft to aid my motivation while also still achieving those goals. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think one is like, okay, so the question is, what do you do when motivation runs out? One, like identify like what the feelings you're having when it runs out. Like, are you tired? Right? Like I go to kind of like my vitals, right? You go to the doctor, they check your vitals. How's your blood? How's your heart? You know, they monitor you. And I think you got to kind of step into a monitor role. So when you can notice that, hey, your motivation is down and you're not hitting your workouts, it's, that would be a perfect time to go back into those basics, into those vitals and say, hey, am I getting enough sleep? Am I hydrating myself? Am I taking care of my health? Am I taking care of my social aspects? Like, am I taking care of, um, you know, time outside? Uh, so again, my health, my relationships, my personal time, am I doing those things so that one, like if, if the answer to those is yes, then you go to the next layer is like, well, am I actually motivated by this thing anyways? Am I motivated 
to get that promotion at this job or to chase this career or to save my money. And if I truly am, and that's a true motivation to do that, and it, then it runs out, I think you really have to look at um, when it runs out is what excited you about that in the first place? Because I, I do think as we're having this discussion, that excitement and motivation kind of go hand in hand. Because I think when we look at a goal, we're looking at a goal as like, hey, this is something excited. This is something exciting that I want to achieve and accomplish in my life. That's exciting. And that in a turns into motivation. That itself turns into motivation to then get out of bed or to do something else. Um, and so you got to find a ways to get excited about that. And I think it's very easy to look at the big picture of things, but it's also looking like if, if people are like me, it's easy to get the mundane is where we lose excitement. So it's how do you make the mundane exciting and acknowledge the small mundane steps? Because washing dishes is mundane. Hand washing uh, dishes is mundane and you have 30 of them, right? You just have to appreciate the progress of one after the other. And I think it goes hand in hand with saying, okay, if I break these down into micro steps and I see this little micro one dish go by, I have to be excited by that because then in turn that keeps the excitement on and the motivation keeps going on. And again, I think it's just a, it's a equalizing effect. I think you have to keep adjusting along the way, both on what are my goals? Am I motivated my goals truly and genuinely? Do I actually want to do this? Cause you know, like that's a good question, like objectively too, not I'm so sad right now. I don't want this. No, like objectively, like, is this something I really, it's really worth it to me. And especially, is it worth it to me on the progress standpoint? Like, is it worth it to me to actually wake up and do that every day, not just have it and achieve it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and one thing I kind of wanted to point it out as um, you were chatting is it's almost like- Absolutely, to, Troy. Like going back to what excited you, you have to find your why. Like, why are you doing something? Obviously those mundane tasks, like you're doing dishes, your goal is to have clean dishes, but sometimes like, I don't know, when I clean my bathroom, I feel so good afterwards. Like, uh, like it's such a great feeling. I can vacuum the carpet. And I'm like, gosh, this is, I just feel so good right now. And so um, I think that's always something too, to like really kind of tune in to find your why. Um, so that way you're, um, you can kind of get back to that spot of where you were and why you're doing something. Yeah, and Troy, Troy's hitting it spot on. And so maybe I'll have him on the show next time instead of you. Uh, uh, just kidding. Uh, he said, I think that's where discipline comes in. When stuff becomes mundane, you may have to rely more on discipline over motivation. And I think that's exactly what we're saying is looking at what inspires you, motivates you, excites you as part of motivation towards some sort of goal and vision and why all of those can be intertwined. Um, and then breaking them down into how am I going to live my day in order to do that. And I think a lot of that is actually what helps you move closer to that and doesn't push you back all the time because you're looking at like, who do I have to be in this moment or in this hour or, you know, in this for, for me, for example, and that's the kind of the creation of the gap five journal shameless plug here is to say, okay, how do I break this down? I have my why, whether it's 50 years down the road, 10 years down the road, whatever. Oh no, we lost you. Um, I'm looking at my why and what's my vision. Well, for me, it's, it's being a great partner, being a great person, right? Enjoying my life, um, being a good parent, um, and being a good provider and being someone who enjoys the adventure. So those are like my, that's my goal. That's to live a life where I'm great at those things, according to, you know, what I believe is great and getting clear on that. Those are the goals, those are missions. And so the other thing that we do is that the good thing I think about why I also enjoy sweeping the, uh, the, the, the carpet and feeling satisfied is because literally you're seeing progress in the now, in the moment. 
And that's why like these big goals of being a great dad or being a great partner, those are like long-term visionary things. Those things aren't really accomplished. Those are things forever. And if I just try to accomplish that in one moment, it's going to be impossible because one time I'm going to have to go work. The other time I have to be a dad. The other time I have to be a partner. The other time I have to go to the gym and so on and so forth. But if you can break it down into small bite-sized things like, oh, I know that if I spend an hour a day on my health, then I can be motivated over time that eventually over time I'll reach that goal. And that makes me motivated. So the goal and motivation here is discipline, Troy, because it's having the discipline to say, all I have to do is do this one hour and that's going to keep me motivated over time. So the motivation has to come to just go do that one hour versus accomplish this big, uh, you know, big audacious, hairy goal that you might have. Right. And I'm going to uh, kind of my one final thought. So uh, we keep this uh, kind of short. Short uh, show. For, me, for any of those, um, yes, very true, Troy, um, kind of why the process, and I'm actually going to kind of talk of this on more of an analytical aspect of, um, for me, I'm a very analytical person. I love numbers. So, um, I try to run six mile, like a six mile run every week. And, uh, with that, I, every time we go, like my thing lets me know every mile I'm at. And so I'm like, okay, I'm a sixth of the way through. All right. Now I'm two sixths of the way. So now I'm actually a third of the way through. So like kind of keeping track of that and going back to your dishes example, Kale, when you're like, oh, so I'm going to break this up into, I have 30 dishes. I got 10 plates. I got 10 pieces of silverware and I got 10 cups. Okay, well now I'm halfway through the silverware. So I'm halfway through a third of this. So like, I just keep thinking of numbers and things like that. And I think a lot of analytical people can benefit from that too, um, because then it's more tracking of your progress. Um, Cause you can really kind of put the numbers to it to your whole hundred percent. And I think, I think you're speaking to something that's really huge. And I think maybe that's uh, another topic. If you guys have a topic, those of you who are still on with us and you have a topic that you want us to tackle on the next super short show, uh, just put it in the comment sections and we'll consider it. Okay. Uh, maybe that's something that Troy's talking to is more about the process. Um, and so I kind of just lost my thought in that whole, whole thing. Um, what was I saying? I was talking about numbers and analytics and yeah. Um, looking, mm, I lost it. Analytics, numbers, accomplishable. That's all I got. I can't think of what I was going to say. Guess I need more sleep. So, <laughs> well, all right. You have any uh, parting? Well, if anybody has any questions. Oh, here it is. I got it no, back. Thanks, see. man. <laughs> I, I think it's looking at, um, you know, looking at numbers is like the milk is half full or half empty and looking at is, is this progress or is this I still have so much to do. And that's also just a perspective shift because both are the same, like half, half full, half empty is the exact is the exact same thing. But is it I already accomplished half or I still have half to go. And that right. is also just a mind trick is like, hey, I've done one mile versus I have five left. Just that shift in, in analytical thinking when you are if you are that analytical person. And again, shameless plug on the gap five journal. That is kind of the thing is like focusing more on what you have accomplished, knowing that compounding over time, you'll have more than saying, I haven't done this. I haven't, I haven't for investment sake, I haven't invested a thousand dollars versus I invested $1. And you do that on a daily basis. At the end of the day, you do have a thousand dollars invested. I'm not a finance guy. I'm not a doctor. We already talked about that at the beginning, but that's <laughs> kind of the thing is just that shift in mindset. Um, couldn't, back to Troy's original question is how do you, how do you deal with uh, motivation maybe running out is just for me, it's like looking at those shifts in perspective and saying, Oh, this is what I have accomplished. So like right. when people, even when outsiders come back, I know I'm ranting now cause I feel like I'm on it. Right. Is like, 
even when outsiders are saying like, hey, you aren't this or you haven't done this, that can get you down, especially or for, can get me down. And, you know, one is building the habit of not letting that get to me, but also um, looking at have I actually made progress or they got something that's really true. Is this true? Because am I not making progress? One, I got to be honest and look at it objectively. And then two is looking at, OK, if I if I if, if it's not true, then what have I done to know that I can keep on moving in that right direction? And maybe how can I alter it uh, going on forward? So uh, all kinds of fun people in here. Uh, this is the Q&A on motivation, the Kale and Heat short show. Uh, we are very inconsistent on what day we are going to do these. So you just kind of have to stay tuned and follow us on Instagram uh, in our Instagram stories to just figure out what we're doing next. Um, hopefully it'll be either on a Monday or a Tuesday. We'll figure that out hopefully next week. Um, yeah, hopefully. Hello, hello. Yeah, hello, hello, everyone. Everyone's up in here now. So, uh, all right. Like I said, uh, if you have a topic, you can still hit the comment section. Let us know if you want to talk about something. We're not experts. We're just two brothers talking about things, having a good time. Uh, and Troy's our third third wheel here, I guess. So, until next time, friends. Uh, Heath, I love you. Talk to you later, buddy. Love you too. Bye. Bye.